Welcome to Power Athlete Radio. This is Steve. I'm here with Denny, Luke, and Ben Oliver. What's up, guys? What's going on? How you doing? Nothing. So um, why don't we start off our conversation today about CrossFit Open. Um, Luke, Ben, Denny, you guys have any thoughts on 13-1, 13-2, or 13-3? Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I've, uh, I've kind of dropped the ball so far in, in getting 13-1. Uh, 13-2, I knocked that out, and... You know, I think I took too much time doing the box jumps. I, you know, it, the weight wasn't an issue. I, I kept moving. I think 10 minutes creeped up on me and I, I chose to, to step up, to jump up and then step down compared to just like hopping down, bouncing up, hopping down, bouncing up. You know, I wanted to kind of save my Achilles tendons on that. So, um, like I said, that 10 minutes crept up on me pretty fast. I, I think I got in the upper 180s. And I saw some of the scores from you guys, like in the two hundreds, and I was like, "Wow, I, I really shit the bet on that one." Well, so Denny, but you saw our scores. But are you posted on Ben our spreadsheet? I haven't got onto that spreadsheet Bro. yet. I mean, I'm, I'm just dropping the ball all over the place. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going it's on. It's cool. You got young kids. We'll let you. It's in the milk. It's the milk. Yeah, it, it's it's the raw milk, man. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, ben, Luke, did you guys uh, give a go? Yeah, I got I got one more than Ben did. <laughs> I think that's that's highly in question. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you check the records, it will not show that. But uh, no, we gave it a go, and I'll be honest, I'm totally blanking out on what I scored. But uh, Ben and I both did our best to, to keep up with the bounding. And I'll tell you what, our we we have prepared for that though. You know, in our training, we've been doing some bounding off the of boxes, so it's it's within our capacity, but. We had everybody else step up, and they almost the ladies uh, stepping up on a twenty-inch box. They crushed us. Ben, what do we score on that? What do we do again? Uh, I think I just got under nine rounds. So whatever eight, that's two forty. I think I had two sixty reps. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, and I got eight flat, right? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> what was hard for me was the pausing on top of the box. Like used to doing a traditional plyo, where like jumping off the box and immediately coming off um, with like the hips extended. I know that that was kind of the standard when I first got into CrossFit, and that's kind of what I've upheld. So that was really hard for me and slowed my rhythm down. Quite yeah, a bit. sure. That that full extension on the explosion off the box. Yeah, that's where I think a lot of people got no reps. Um, that it's it's hard to stop on top of the box. Yeah, I got no rep by a couple of our clients um, a lot, and I was not happy about it. But it was pretty cool um, to watch them, you know, experience our life a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Luke, you were saying that you had you had some of the women jump up and then step down, and and they still got in the two hundreds. No, we just had them do step ups. So I was trying to pace this girl, Lissa, who came in to, to train at our gym, and she was she was just stepping up, doing step ups to a to a stand, and I was trying to bound and pace her, and I I couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't keep up keep up with her. Uh, mm -hmm. So after we saw that, it was just like. It's faster to step up on a twenty-inch box, bro. So that's it's, it's faster to step up on a twenty-four-inch box. I uh, I did like a little skip maneuver. I got two seventy-six, and um, I did like that's a little uh, like you know like those old. Um, I'm just gonna send you my man card, dude. Those, Steve, those, those old skills where you like like left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. I just kind of did one of those deals, um, and it was kind of like a half step, half. I don't know, like I was skipping down the fucking yellow brick road or something and whatever. It saved my lungs. I mean, this old guy has no lungs. The weight was no problem, but 
box jumps, rebounding box jumps, they just crushed me. So it worked for me. I did it the first time rebounding, and I think I got like three rounds. And I was like, fuck that. So I did it again, and I got nine something. So, hey. Yeah, I made my mistake. I tried to do a step up, I think, mid-round seven, and I fell over. And uh, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. So, and then my ego got the best of me, and I just kept having to jump. Yeah. So, I'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this uh, 13-3. I remember it from last year. Um, it was rough. I didn't do it last year, but I hear everyone talking about it being brutal. Anyone, I mean, you know, you guys are the experts, right? So, if you were to coach or strategize some of our power athletes, what would you say? Don't well, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't stop. Uh, 150 wall balls. Can you do those in a row? I think so. I've seen uh, Greg Austin back in the day do it. I've seen uh, some of our clients even do 100 wall balls in a row, and they're nothing special. So I think it's possible. You can do uh, 150 wall balls in a row. I don't know. You got to play, play to your strengths as well. We just had one of our athletes do it, and she had to pace. Uh, Carrie, Ben, she paced her wall balls a bit, and as soon as she got on her double under, she did ninety double unders in under a minute. Nice. Yeah, she said. But she was behind on her split for the wall ball tiebreaker. So it's like, how are you gonna? It, can you even get a muscle up? So if you can't get a muscle up, you got to get through your tiebreaker times as fast as you can. Right. But if you're gonna bang out ten muscle ups, then you know it's, then you have to balance. Uh, we don't really program muscle ups in on CrossFit football like ever. So. And we don't program them in our gym. So this morning, Ben Bonwell was doing it, and uh, he got to a muscle-up and got desperate. And what do you think happened? Yeah, yeah, standard shoulder pronated. Came out shoulder. Say what? Yeah, you hand. broke up there. What happened? So the hand, the hand flew out from under his shoulder. Dang. It elevated, pronated, internally rotated his shoulder into that nightmare position that you see where you can cause a ton of damage. You know, but lucky for us, uh, Josh is super strong dude, uh, focuses a lot on quality movement. And I, I mean, I'm convinced that's what saved his shoulder because he should have, both Callie and I were looking at him like, okay, keep the rings tight, keep the rings tight, right hand winged out. And it was just like, oh no, we, we totally messed his shoulder up. And he came down and he's just like, I'm not doing it anymore. Forget this. You know, I'll just <laughs> take, the, take the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we've been working, uh, luckily, for whatever reason, we've been doing a lot of skill work with the muscle-ups just in the transition stuff, both uh, barbell and rings, and um, hopefully it will pay off. Um, but we tell people, you know, unless you're trying to be competitive, you got to be structurally sound. And yeah. even if you're structurally sound all the time, when uh, when the clock says go and you're trying to win, you know, worst-case scenario is going to happen. So you got to be prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I haven't heard any reports. I know last year there were like, I don't know, hundreds of people who blew out their Achilles and hurt their shoulders on these wads. I've been hearing less reports about that, like on, you know, my 2B news station, which would be Facebook, right, right. this year. <laughs> but um, uh, anyway, I guess we should change gears. Um, ben, tell the Power Athlete yep. Nation a little bit about yourself. What are you training for? A little bit about myself. Um, what am I training for? Kind of similar to Luke, except for uh, I want to beat him than anybody uh, else um, <laughs> when he first showed up at the gym uh john just showed us a picture um from a seminar that luke and denny were at um, from naperville and i was pretty big 
And I was way bigger than Luke was. Um, can't confirm or deny that, can you, Luke? But uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to uh, trying to squat comfortably over the fours for reps. Um, I want to clean in the you know mid threes and snatch you know reverse froning, you know. But uh, similar, just I got to look the part on the weekends, have a good time. I get to be able to try all the programs that we're we're looking to use for the collegiate and professional templates. And then be be better than all of our members for the most part. You know, I don't I don't think you have to be better than anybody in CrossFit to be a good coach. But I think it goes a long way, especially with our members, to uh, to show them that what we're doing works. And uh, you know, even though they don't see us train, you know, we're what we're doing is correct. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The the picture. Maybe I'll post the picture on the when I post up the the podcast. Ben looks jacked and right in this picture. And right now he, he honestly looks like he's in starvation mode. He's so frail, like skin, just skins melting off of him. Not very strong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm Bro, getting there. Come on. I'm getting there. I'm, uh, I'm about 195. <laughs> Wait, I, I think I've lost about seven pounds in the last uh, three days, but uh, I'll get it back. I'm coming. I'm coming for, uh, coming for Luke. Uh, who knows? The, every year, about this time of uh, year, I get the get the feeling to want to compete again, and uh, I think we have a good group of people who, who might want to do it in the next years. So, so competing in uh, CrossFit stuff or, or Olympic weightlifting was a little bit of my background, and that was a lot of fun and it grow, gave a lot of purpose to to training, and that was that was super helpful, super motivating. And then, so uh, yeah, what, what's happened that you've lost this weight? Uh, I got sick. Uh, there's something going on around here. Uh, a mixture of St. Paddy's Day weekend and uh, there's a flu, flu-like symptoms going around. I've had a have a fever about 102, 102.5 for the last three days, just kind of sweating through all my clothes and cold all the time. You, you guys know the gist. I haven't really been able to eat, so kind of kind of getting over it. Finally, the fever broke this morning, so I'm feeling a little better. Good to hear. Good to hear. You know, Ben, what I remember the most from that, or one of the things I remember from that CERT in Naperville was the resistance runs. <clears throat> and you, you put that green band around me, and I think you did your best to make sure I couldn't run at all. And uh, I was just <laughs> crushed, man. That I've never felt like my legs, like they were just going to explode like that. And I take pleasure when I put some of our athletes through uh, a wad that has resistance resistance runs in it, and I always think to that. What would Ben Oliver do? You know, he would lean back, practically laying on his back, to make sure that you wouldn't be able to run forward at all and make you earn that run. And it, it gets the I think the point gets across. I mean, people are usually gasping for air, and uh, that's probably the best way to do those. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know Rafael Ruiz, who kind of you know, really, really honed a lot of my coaching. And I think at that third, I, I just kind of still trying to find my way and figure out who I was and personality was. And watching him and seeing how he instructed all of his athletes, you know, down in Tampa and, and at all the seminars, you know, in order to get people to do that correctly, you, you almost got to make them suffer and, and give in to everything that they, they don't want to. And otherwise, they're just going to you know, figure out the point of least resistance, if you will. And do whatever shit movement they can, but it's funny. 
the better movement you have, the easier that run is. And I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I'm just sitting back on people and watching them suffer. But, uh, there is a there is a purpose behind it as long as you're providing some feedback. Definitely. Yeah, it's like what Luke was saying, uh, or he's been saying, you know, that they you guys will get you know prepare somebody to uh, to perform in an, in an uncomfortable state. You know, you're you're gonna be yeah. have all you know different kinds of butterflies in your stomach. You're gonna be crushed. You're gonna be questioning if you can go on. You know, just totally taken out of your comfort zone as an athlete and and see how you perform then which is basically <laughs> sports and life right yeah definitely i think uh, the stress behind all that stuff is is great it's it's really coachability and your you know, the higher work capacity and the more rational you are in stress the better athlete the better performer you're going to be and i think at the end of the day that's what our whole program is based off it's like what are you training for well I want to be the best I can, and you know when shit hits the fan, if you will, I want to be able to perform and help the person next to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey Ben, uh, we had a user uh, a user question, a listener question. I don't know what we're calling it, but um, what's his name? Kevin Daly. Is that his name, Denny? Yeah, that's his name, Kevin Daly. What's he right here? Uh, oh, how long should I, or how can I determine if I have been off long enough post sickness? It seems like a certainly pertinent question since you're sick, right? <laughs> uh, so he writes, uh, uh, I've had it in the past where I've had the lingering head colds in the p- yeah, and gone back too soon, but I think there comes a point when you need to get off your ass and get back to the gym. How do you guys address this in athletes? Um, it's hard. It's a hard question to answer. But um, I think people come back too too excited. You know, you're, you're sick, and then you think that uh, – as soon as you're magically over your sickness, you're going to be as strong or as, as good as you were the week before. And that's not the case. I think people should ease into, kind of ease back into it a little bit, kind of uh, regress a little bit to get, to gain back uh, that momentum, if that makes sense. Uh, and another, I don't know another thing game. to think about when you're, you know, when you're coming back from sickness is the mechanism that's required or that's utilized to heal you from your sickness is the same one that's used to help you recover during workouts and after workouts. For sure. You know, and that's that, that's your immune system. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it, I mean, I've heard a bunch of times, uh, John say stuff, you know, life programs, your rest days. Right. And so if your immune system is implicated in recovery during and post workout, but your immune system is compromised due to some kind of illness, that shit's going to be jacked up. Yep. Definitely. Exactly. I know right now I'm pumping myself through all sorts of probiotics. I think I had some uh, kombucha, some biogif, and some like Greek yogurt and stuff, just trying to get back to normal. So, uh, what is biogif? Uh, what is biogif, Luke? Maybe you can answer. It sounds better. gross, bro. <laughs> well, it's it's a, it's a probiotic supplement that's uh, yeah. derived from from some, I think, cow's milk, and uh, it's. It's supposed to elicit a lot, like a pretty big IGF one response as well. Our buddy, we talked about Dr. Tom Inkledon. It's yeah. one of his products. If you if you Google it, it's legit. Uh, we we stick to it daily. You know, you, we eat it. Uh, you take it with after a meal and drink uh, some cold water with it. It's B I O space G I F, and uh, it's one of the things he pushes off on his his HPS website. And stuff, like 
when it comes to Dr. Tom, you just kind of, you never really ask why, because you won't, you will never understand it. He's just like, trust me, take it. We're like, okay. (laughs) You know, we all just kind of jump on and take it. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm going to check that product out. I mean, I take probiotic and other kinds of uh, uh, fermented types of things. Is that, that's something that's part of the power athlete diet, right? Is to, to be high in probiotics, this Greek yogurt, raw milk, those sorts of things to try and uh, maybe like sort of preemptively keep your immune system functioning well so you don't fall victim to illness? Well, assuming you have, assuming you have poor gut health, uh, then it can be a benefit. But if, I mean, if you have a healthy gut, you may not need a high dosage of probiotic. But like Ben said, you know, we like to say that the window to the immune system is the gut. So yeah. if you, you know, whenever, whenever we're feeling under the weather or anything like that, you know, it, it's just our personal approach is we uh, hyperdose vitamin C and pack a ton of probiotics in the system. Nice. Yeah, I, I wish I could answer that, that question a little more concisely, but uh, I do know I try to get back in the gym as quickly as I can. Um, right now, I'm not not training necessarily for a sport, uh, so I, I can take a little bit more time than say I could have. You know, six years ago when I was playing, you know, soccer in college, you know, you didn't have sick days. I played for a coach that you never knew what the starting lineup was going to be from week to week. So if you miss practice, you were like, I don't know if I'm going to play. Right. If, if you have the opportunity, like I think most of us do, that we're just training to train and, you know, are training for the open, like you can take a couple sick days and a couple extra days. Um, and, and that might be better. I think people are in such a rush and forget that, you're probably going to be lifting weights the rest of your life. So missing a week is not the end of the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice, putting things in perspective. It kind of goes with that question that was posted a week or so ago about recovery days, and I, I think it was something more towards the line of why why the two rest days in, in the CrossFit football programming and I know it's easy to get caught up in, in coming in and training and feeling fired up and ignoring kind of some of the smaller signs, the little nagging injuries maybe. And, you know, I have trouble tell, telling people, you know, at our box just to kind of take that extra day off. You know, it's you, you break yourself down so much at the gym. You know, it's like you're just constantly digging yourself in a hole if you never will – take the time to recover, you know, you, you recover outside of the gym. I got to remind them of that, you know, just breaking your body down at the gym's one thing. It's like, you got to go home, rest, your nutrition's got to be dead on, you know, you got to give your, like Luke was talking about the immune system. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give that time to kind of get you back up to a hundred percent. So you come, you can come back in and not feel so sluggish and drained, but think, you know, I have to come in because I don't want to lose my conditioning or I don't want to lose the strength that I've gained. And it becomes like, an, you know, OCD almost. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see it's a slippery slope, but I always like that idea. You know, hey, if I got weaker, that just means I have a, a little extra play to, to get stronger again. And I get to experience that almost amateur effect that I, that I see gains a lot quicker. And uh, then when I'm always healthy, if that makes sense, <laughs> you know, on the collegiate program, you might not have gains for a week or months, you know, or, or even a year. I mean, you see high-level weightlifters who, you know, they strive for a one to two kilo jump in any sort of lift over the course of the year. And 
and we're also accustomed to making the two to five kilo PRs a week. It's not, it's not that easy though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. So I think we got time for one more question. Uh, Luke on Ben R's uh, spreadsheet, you wrote a comment about um, you're not on CrossFit football. That's kind of funny. You're on the future of CrossFit football or something like that. Um, and so Ben R writes for the Luke Summers, <laughs> um, what's the two B version of CrossFit football? To put it simply, whatever works better. Okay, can you elaborate? What do you mean? Whatever works better? No, so you- no, I will. I, I choose not to. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I said it. You know, I mentioned it in one of our. I think the first podcast in terms of you know what we're training for, and Ben touched on it today. Like we're in a sense between Ben, myself, Callie, Nate. John, uh, we have the full, we have a representation of really a full spectrum of athletes with the exceptions of amateurs. So we're, we're trained athletes. We're all rel- like either collegiate level or professional level in terms of our training system, collegiate level or professional level athletes for our strength protocol. We're trying to find what elicits a better training response across the board that we could comfortably prescribe over what we already have in place. And we just don't we haven't come across anything yet where we all respond in a positive way. Now, I mean, there, it's just kind of reaffirming the fact that there is no blue pill. You know, there is no one size fits all. But at the end of the day, what we have in terms of our balance of uh, volume and intensity is, is really what we find to be optimal. So <laughs> what specifically we're doing now is we're throwing in uh, some pre-programmed agility. Uh, we're, like intensity agility drills versus volume agility drills and some plyo stuff in place of some running that we typically program. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to tinker with balancing the volume up in the volume in terms of rather than fives, maybe sevens or, uh, change it to fours and see if it works any better or worse. Like that's, that's what, what we're playing with right now. So basically you're a lab rat. Yeah. 100% a lab rat. And then, you know, I guess we also we also have the luxury of, you know, knowing each other as athletes as well as coaches. So the CrossFit football program you see on the website is just a shell. It's something that we see works for the greatest good of the people. Now, there is opportunity for what everybody would call like accessory work or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, there, there are things that we need, we know we need to improve and we'll work on that in addition to the base template of programming. So that's what we're, that's really what we're tinkering with. So if somebody has a weak upper back, what are some weak upper back drills? Like Ben and I went through a phase of back attack. It was awful, but we got really strong in the <laughs> upper back. Ben, you remember that? Oh yeah. I don't miss a bar though because my upper back anymore. Yeah. So we did like a little back attack. Uh, but again, we can't program some of this stuff for 20,000 people. We're trying to find out what we can and uh, until we can find something that works better, the program is not going to change too much. But you saw, I mean, you guys, you guys experienced a little bit of it. Uh, squat clusters, mm-hmm. uh, some yeah. of the stop holes. Uh, we're going to be doing some touch and go stuff. Um, you know, stuff that we've seen benefit us. We're going to throw into throw into it. But ultimately, the foundation of the program isn't really changing because we haven't found anything yet. Okay. So that sounds legit. So maybe before we sign off. Uh, can you give us an update on the team series, either of you? Yeah, sure. Uh, 
we're gonna, gonna we're gonna punish we're by punishing by the procrastinators. Yep. The late the late fee has gone up from two like two seventy five to four fifty. Uh, just because we don't want people to sit around and wait to sign up, we realized as we kind of stepped back and looked at everything. But uh, prizes, we finally got our prizes finalized. We have all of our vendors' prize. Uh, or, I'm sorry, our sponsors finalized. It now it's full. It's full steam ahead. We're going to be announcing the scoring coefficient, if you will, and scoring system uh, sometime next week or the week after. So people, I know we. We were talking to one of A. Bell's training buddies, and apparently A. Bell is sitting back not signing up because he wants to know what the coefficient is first because he wants to make sure he's going to be able to beat the girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see his, his freaking score on 13.1 was, was incredible? Yeah, he's – I mean, you know, he's a beast. But uh, it's going to be good, dude. Look, ben and I and Callie, we're, we're all excited. Uh, we're We're – we're piecing together a team here. We're not going to be participants because we would definitely fix it. So we won because we'd have to, <laughs> but um, you know, we're piecing together a team here out of our clients and they're going to be doing, uh, we're going to cha- modify their training a little bit. So they, they're going to be prepared for, you know, the total, okay. uh, the, the Metcons are going to be like, I, like we've talked about kind of game day decision. So you're, you're not going to know until that game day. That's but awesome. dude, I know our team signed up. We're ready to go, man. Yeah, it's two thousand bucks, man. Two thousand bucks grand prize with uh, I want the a plate. high tech plate. I want the power athlete plates. Yeah, dude. Like cash money, some equipment, and then some mm-hmm. some power athlete gear. Life is our X gear. You couldn't ask for any more. Like yeah. that's life. That's all you need in life. Is <laughs> money plates and gear? Life is our X plates. <laughs> a little cash. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's been another good one, guys. Um, uh, you guys have any final comments? Any final things to say to the Power Athlete Nation? Um, let's I'm, see. Miss you guys. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to see you guys in the next cert. Where are we at? Where are we at next? Our own gym this weekend. Yeah, we're at home, so we got we got a, a bunch of people coming to our home gym that are gonna you know that we have all the tools to really make you suffer here. Uh, ben, then where else are we going, Ben? We're going to Vegas. So we're going to see some people in Vegas, and then after that, we're going to be in NorCal at Jesse Burdick's gym, which, uh, have you guys seen his gym? His gym is epic. Mm-mm. No, I haven't. Dude, check out the Facebook page. He's got like uh, he's got every toy you could possibly imagine and plenty of space up there. So that's going to be a ton of fun. And then, you know, we're all over the world. We just booked a certain Argentina in November. Nice. So that's going to be that's some awesome. fun stuff. Awesome. But yeah, we're stoked for that. Keep on training. Keep on following the site. If you want to see something different, let us know. You know, send an email to us. Yeah. And, are, uh, you, are you still taking video submissions of the football total? Uh, sure. Why not? If you got them, send them on in, and uh, we'll get something posted up. We love we love user we love content coming from from our followers. Whether it's a video, a photo, a story, uh, we love to push that stuff out, you know, and highlight the people who really follow the program because they tend to see great results, do really cool things. Awesome. Cool. Hey, real quick, uh, what's what's the cert like at uh, at Balboa since since all the the kind of the coaches would be there? You know, you, Ben, Callie, John. I mean, that usually it's just like a you know two of you, right? That's going maybe three going to the certs now if. if if you're at the home, the home gym, and all the coaches are there, 
I mean, that's got to be freaking awesome. It is. Yeah. yeah I mean, like legendary, it. like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's right? I can't even fathom history. that. I mean, I'm I'm at a loss of words just trying to talk about it right now. Well, you've you've met John Wellborn. Could you imagine him in his own environment? I'm scared. It's like uncaging the. It's like literally uncaging the animals at the zoo, Denny. Like these poor people are going to be have all eyes on them. It's going to be like uh, you know two coaches to one attendee. People are going to be guaranteed PRs. I yeah, it's going to be great. I'm telling you, like uh, the search only getting better and better. But the problem is, we need to find a better way to pack 20 hours into 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a good problem to have though. That's I'll tell you what, problem. Denny. Next time we have one at home, you got you should fly out here. Bring the wife and kids. We'll put you all through the grinder. <laughs> I was talking to her the other night about that, about going out to Newport Beach. She's she seemed to like it. We need a vacation, so <laughs> I might be hitting up I on that offer. It was like I don't want to be in Newport Beach. I'm looking out my window. I can see the beach. It's about uh, seventy degrees outside. It's pretty nice. I'm looking out my window. I see a, a pile of snow. It's like 20 degrees here. Um, it totally sucks ass. Yeah, I don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrible, bro. It is horrible. Help me. You got to move, move, move west or south. Right? I like west. Yeah. I like west. For sure. All right, cool, All guys. Right. Well, um, thanks again. I guess uh, on email, we'll schedule something for next week. Yeah, let's do Great. it. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Ben. Nice talking to you. Yeah, pleasure. Thanks. See you, fellas. All right, guys. Take care. All right, bye. See you guys.